0: Time to get lit. Welcome to my Owning My Truth series. I decided to start this podcast off with a little mini series I called Owning My Truth, where I give you a little insight on a few lessons and mindset shifts I have learned along the way. I thought this would be a good way for you to get to know me better before we got started. After this series, the podcast will transition into weekly episodes and include guest chats from time to time. So let's dive in. Okay, so I got married because I thought that's what I should do. Part of my Owning My Truth series. So in October, of 2012, I moved in with a guy that I was seeing, we weren't necessarily exclusive until the next month, but we were. <laughs> so I moved in with him because I was in a toxic household. Um. I was living with two um, two roommates that were also co-workers, and <clears throat> one of which I shared the bathroom with, and he was doing drugs, well there was a lot of drugs and partying in the household, but uh, my roommate at the time was doing drugs in the bathroom, and would basically pass out while he was in there um, for hours on end and it was really unhealthy a really unhealthy place to live so um, I had been going to a another small group, um, support group called celebrate recovery, which I went to, to, reclaim my power from being codependent um, in my first adult relationship that was the longest and the most toxic. And while I was there, I um made I made friends with my small group um, leader who was an amazing woman and she had a son around my age a little bit younger <clears throat> and I had been attending the group for two years and she would say to me on numerous occasions that um you know I'd be a great mother-in-law. <laughs> which she was, but um, I I told her, I had never met her son at that time, but I had told her that just because her and I got along didn't mean that me and her son would get along. But lo and behold, we ended up meeting and um, he was a really cool guy. Um, he had his shit together, excuse my French. Um, he had bought a house in his 20s. He had nice cars, he had awesome hobbies, and he was generally a really great sweet guy. And um so we started dating. And before we decided to make it official, even though we're exclusively seeing each other anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I was playing hard to get or something. Um, I was playing it cautious, but I was living in this situation and I knew I needed to get out. out. And since he owned his home and he had space, he asked me to move in with him in in October of 2012. And we put up, (laughs) I was so guarded, I was so guarded. We put up um, different agreements, let's say, that I was allowed to save up money for myself in case I needed to leave because all I have ever known was an unstable home life at that time. And we had agreed that we would take it slow until I could fully trust again, basically. And everything was fine. Um, We dated for a year and then he proposed and then we were engaged for another year. And the whole time I was still battling with depression and my inner demons and the triggers that would come up from the past relationships and past ordeals I've gone through but I felt comfort knowing that he and I had both had toxic relationships in the past and that I felt safe to the point where I wasn't going to be harmed. There wasn't a time where I ever felt threatened. We never fought. Um, we we basically had what we both thought were was a healthy relationship. And that's why we felt the need that we needed to continue with the process. We both wanted to get married anyway. That was something that um, was really important to both of us. And so we felt that that was what we needed to do. And we went along with the process. I don't think either of us stopped to wonder if we were the right people for each other. Um, The fact that our relationship wasn't toxic was a good enough reason to continue the process until I came to the conclusion that we didn't have a relationship. Um, The reason we didn't fight was because we didn't bond either. Um, For most of our relationship, he worked the night shift and I worked the day shift. And so we were like two ships passing in the night. Um, When we were were working on the same schedule, which we were really excited about, we would fill our time with, you know, making dinner and sitting down to watch a movie and just not really bonding with each other one-on-one outside of visiting family, visiting friends, um, and things like watching movies where you can't sit and really bond with that person. But since we never fought and we always got along, we thought that that was what a healthy relationship was, and it's not. It was a hard wake up call when I realized I went from one extreme to the other. I went from always surviving and looking out for myself and trying to make sure that Kalia stayed alive, Kalia got what she needed to eat, Kalia got what she needed to live, um, and she kept kicking to the other extreme of we were taken care of. He had a great job. I ended up getting a great job. We had a house together. We had pets together. We had everything that we needed in this world to be happy and healthy and functioning adults, but there was something missing. We weren't clicking on the level of marriage. But I went through it anyway and I got married. It's just another, it's just another lesson that I had to learn that just because everything's right on paper doesn't mean it's going to be right in your heart or in your soul. And I came to the realization that he was starting to change and he had been going through some growth things that I had dealt with a few years earlier. And I recognized the little shifts in his um, speech and his mentality and his interests. And I said, that's exactly what I went through a couple years ago. And I told him, you're not going to be the same person in a couple years. Because I wasn't the same person as I was when I went through my growth like that. And I don't believe that we truly know what love is. And I don't believe that we truly love each other. I, I loved him for the human he was. He is an awesome human. And I believe that he appreciated me and loved me for the human I was. But we weren't on the level of marriage. We weren't on the level past a deep friendship really. And then after a while we weren't, we were barely on the level of friendship. we just went with the flow. I had a very short marriage. (laughs) I had a very short marriage. Um, And that's just something that I have to live with. Um, I used to be ashamed. I used to be ashamed that because I I went into the marriage and I, I didn't believe in divorce. I thought the whole time that I was doing the right thing, but all along there were red flags and I just chose not to pay attention to them. And so I guess the lesson in this story is, is that to always make sure that you know what you want and what you need, especially in a relationship, but most importantly, the relationship with yourself, because you have to be fully developed as a human. You have to be one person to be able to take on another person and still be whole. If we're two half people and we go into relationship to half people, we're going to be splitting away as half people. The goal is to come into a relationship to whole people, which I believe at the time we thought we were because that way when you split you're still a whole person on the inside you still know who you are who your values are what your values are who you want to surround yourself with and and what what things are most important to you um and i'm working on that i'm getting better at that and i If we talk today, I'm sure that he'd be getting, he's getting better at that. But that is my lesson for you. The red flags aren't always giant, giant red flags. The red flags are tiny little things that add up over time that make you think, why is there a breadcrumb trail behind me? Why, am I, why do I now have to re, retrace my steps and figure out the person I was before this? Um, know who you are because you're beautiful. You're beautiful just the way you are. And that right person will be attracted to you. You don't have to force it. And you don't have to go with it just because you think you should. I love you. And until next time, talk later. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you, stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com slash support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.